Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. All right, we are back for another Friday Financial Wrap-Up with Mr. Michael Zuber, who happens to be outside, outdoors. What fun thing are you doing right now? I wish I had a good story that we were out doing some fun and amazing things, but the simple fact is my internet went down in my office. So I said, why not take this outside? So we're doing this outside on the phone versus my fancy office setup. Nothing but blue skies. I love it. This is this. Oh, beautiful out there. Yeah, beautiful. You live in beautiful Northern California, Silicon Valley, actually. So I love it. This is for August the 4th, 2023. We're actually recording this on Thursday, August the 3rd, 2023. Let's get right into it. So this week, jobs, I know it's a big deal. What's going on with jobs this week? Talk about it. Yeah, so we had a lot of jobs reports this week, which were for July. And the most important one actually comes out tomorrow. Unfortunately, we're recording this Thursday, so we don't have that number, but we have the others. So on Tuesday, we got what's called the jo- the JOLTS report. Uh, simply that is jobs, openings, quits, things of that nature. Uh, the story is job openings are declining, but they're not declining quickly, kind of a soft landing scenario. They went roughly from like 9.62 million to 9.58, so down. Quits are down, layoffs are down, wages are still growing strong. That was the JOLTS report Tuesday. Wednesday, we got the ADP report. The ADP report we all might remember last month was a barn burner at 497, a 100% beat of expectation. And if you remember, really took the market on a wild ride because while ADP was up unexpectedly, the jobs number was not nearly as good the following Friday. So we're going to have to pay attention to tomorrow. And then uh, on Wednesday or Thursday today, we got the unemployment claims still bouncing around 226, 227. So, um, you know, the jobs market is still strong. We are still seeing people getting employed. We're seeing the service sector take the lion's share. I think an ADP report, something like 303,000 jobs were created in services. So Friday's important tomorrow, right? I think it's like 12 hours away, maybe 18 yep. hours away. Um, we're going to get the number. And if it comes in hot, if it comes in hot, we will start to see people price in a September rate increase. As wow. of this recording, September is still off the table, but the number tomorrow morning is that important. If it comes in hot, 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 you're going to start seeing people price in a September rate increase, uh, which right now I don't think the market's ready for. Interesting. So this jobs report tomorrow, Friday, August the 4th, huge, huge number. This is a big deal. This could be where if it comes in hot, Obviously, rates can continue not only to stay up, but even potentially go higher. Correct. Now, this this could be the thing that takes it another leg up. This right, we'll get into it in a minute here. But uh, mortgage rates right now are about seven two seven two two. This could be the number that that breaks the old record. The old record in the last twelve months was seven point three seven. Yep. So we could be going up based on tomorrow. 
Interesting, interesting time. So let's continue, and we're going to pull it all together. So, folks, if you're wa- if you're watching, you're listening, stay to the very end because we're going to talk about the good news, the silver lining, mm-hmm. and all of this. And, and not only that, but also I- I'm going to hit something Michael didn't know this, but not in our show notes. I want to really play this out and future pace this a bit. What does this look like over the next 30, 60, 90 days to the end of the year? So let's continue. Um, the U.S. debt downgrade. Yeah. What was that like U.S. debt downgrade? What happened this week? What does it mean to the one rental at a time community? So essentially what happened is Fitch, another rating agency, took the U.S. debt from a triple A to double A positive. What people may not realize is S&P did the same thing to the United States about 12 years ago. So Fitch, Fitch is playing catch up. You've heard Jamie Dimon. You've heard Warren Buffett in the last 24 hours say this is basically a big nothing burger. I agree at the high level. I think if you take the time to read why Fitch downgraded the United States debt, you see a path for the next couple of years for future downgrades. That could be a problem. Essentially what Fitch highlighted is Congress is all messed up. The fact that they keep playing with the debt ceiling, they keep threatening non-payment, defaulting, all of these things is not a sign of a healthy government. Also, they've now realized that we are spending inordinate amount of money on interest for all the debt we have. So at some point, there's a price to pay. You raise taxes, you cut spending, you inflate it away, you debase your currency, or maybe all of that. I think Fitch's logic is really a shot at Congress saying, wake up, idiots, do your job, which they aren't. They're spending like drunken sailors. And we could have a problem, you know, in the not too distant future. And I think, I think, I think the downgrade at the moment is nothing. But if you read the logic, yeah, I think pretty, pretty sound logic. Interesting. So it it really is an indicator of we need to find a path of correction. We need to get basically the ship pointed in the right direction and really at a government level of of really shifting things at the highest level of government in this country is what you're saying. Yeah, we can't have the deficit continually grow by trillions of dollars every year. That eventually becomes unattainable. And I think Fitch is right. That's that's a problem. It's not a problem today. It's probably not even a problem next month. But if you, you keep at this for three years, that's a problem. Interesting. Okay. Good to note. Good to note. And because of the downgrade, is that part of the uncertainty in the mortgage market right now? Well, certainly the 10-year notes reacted violently yesterday. This was a surprise. Nobody had this on their bingo card as you know happening. So you saw the 10-year note react violently yesterday. I yep. believe what you're seeing this morning or yeah, this afternoon is another follow-through. Okay. It's just all more uncertainty, right? You get a debt downgrade, of course your interest payments need to go up at least some level. Um, so, and again, it's, it's, it's going to cause some marginal buyers to look elsewhere for investments and thus you got to pay higher rates. So kind of makes sense. Interesting. And I know that in our show notes, the 10 year note, we're going to talk about, let me ask you, you, you've kind of already opened it in talking about the 10 year note. Um, how does Jerome Powell and the fed look at this debt downgrade, the 10 year note, what's happening with the 10 year note, how does the Fed actually, like, does this have anything to do with the Fed running, uh, raising another 25 basis points last week? 
Does it have like, what's Jerome Powell's just your, if you had to kind of guess or have a, a theory about this, what, what, how does the fed look at this right now? Like looking at what's gone on this week. So first and foremost, I would guess that Powell is happy. The downgrade happened yeah. because again, the downgrade was based on Congress. And right now, if you look at what the Fed's trying to do, raise rates, slow demand, you still have the government spending like drunken sailors. So you have the Fed putting their foot on the brake, but you have Congress putting their foot on the gas. Yep. Right. This Inflation Reduction Act nonsense and all this other spending that is still out there. That's inflationary. So I think what Powell looks at is like, good. Somebody should be pointing at those wise guys in D.C. telling them they're not doing their job. So I think that's helpful. Next. Higher rates helps, pal. Higher rates make less borrowing. Higher rates slow the economy. I think Powell likes that as well. So I think mm-hmm. net, net, I mean, I don't think Powell will say that, but if you gave him truth sermon, I think he's like, hey, good. I'm glad Fitch did that. Congress is you know, spending money and I'm trying to slow us down. They're trying to speed us up. Interesting. Anything else you want to note, uh, talk about on the 10-year note? I just think we need to watch it. I, you know, I think, I think the ceiling for the last year or so is like 4.3. You know, we, you know, if we break that and you look at charts, you know, that could, you know, resistance could become the floor. So something to watch. Something to watch. And, and you've talked about it. We haven't talked about it a lot in the last 90 days, but there is a direct correlation. Obviously the 10 year note is what influences the 30 year mortgage rate. Is that pretty accurate? Oh, Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Okay. So which really to our next topic, let's talk about interest rates. Obviously rates are up. Yeah. We thought that last week, okay. And in fact, the Fed increased 25 basis points in the same day, rates softened up. They I did. did a piece about it on social media, talking about rates should be softening up now. We are going to see sub seven rates. Mm-hmm. Now we're above seven. Yeah. What are your thoughts on interest rates this week? And where do you see us going? We have two important numbers that could take us marginally higher. We hit one already, the jobs number Friday morning. We also get CPI, I think next Wednesday. I have already said before, and I'll say again, I think CPI headline goes up. For the last two months, we've had great base effect or wind at our back. We went from four to three. I think there's a chance we go three to three, one or three, two. And I think that's going to surprise people, right? Our trend of 12 months of going down will be broken. And people will start to understand that the last little bit of inflation is going to be hard with what's going on in the oil market. I mean, there's a chance, Ty, that we're like three, three or three, four, and that will shock people next week. And that could take us a lot higher. Interesting. Interesting. And so you've said this and you've been very consistent about it that you know longer rates higher for longer obviously everything that's happened this week and even the unpredictable uh debt downgrade obviously what's going on right now does that does that still feel like the theme for you longer higher yeah higher, longer i think there's two things that i still believe and i think they both could be true i think the there's a chance the economy really crashes into a wall because I think Powell is going to keep raising. And if he does, there's a price to be paid eventually. Yeah. And then he'll be forced to cut. I think if, if Powell stops, there's a chance he doesn't cut 
for over a year. So the question is, how hard does he push? I don't know that answer. Interesting. Okay. Something to keep an eye on. Obviously, it's something you look at every day. We talk about every week. So let's bring it all together. We've got a lot of real estate investors seasoned. We've got uh, the beginner or the new, you know, they bought their first or their second or third, whatever the case may be. They're buying the next rental property, the one rental at a time community. And then we also have a lot of real estate professionals, realtors, fix and flippers, people that, you know, wholesalers, people of that nature. Let's tie this all together. Let's talk about opportunity. And why is all of this a good thing? So I think there's a couple of things that I really do believe it's a good thing. We have all wanted a slower market yep. and we all want to find motivated sellers. Those are two things we want. We want less competition and a motivated seller. So if rates go up and stay high, demand falls. The higher rates stay, and if they take out the high of 737, you're going to have all these articles saying it's a bad time to buy, it's a bad time to buy, it's a bad time to buy. If you were dealing with 40 competitors, you might be dealing with 12 competitors in a month. So higher rates mean lower demand. Now supply. We already know new listings are down 25%. But what you may not realize is higher rates will mean some people take their listings off the market. Yep. I want to sell, but I don't need to sell. So what we are very quickly going to see is an uh, inventory or an active list of pretty motivated sellers. Now, not all of them will be open to disrespectful offers or terms, but the percentage of them that are open rises. So a slower market because of higher rates, meaning people that do the work, like right. I talk about every freaking day, we're going to we're going to write a lot, a lot of offers and get a lot of deals. And let me close on this. It's not always about price. Yep. I gave an example the other day about a deal in Vegas that was worth one eight all day long. The seller was tired and broken and defeated. They took one one. That's a massive drop. That's a motivated yep. seller. That's a disrespectful offer. But I have to tell you, sometimes a better deal for a buy and hold investor is give the seller their price but get terms, get 1% yep. interest or take a silent second or whatever it is. I am ecstatic that I'm about to compete with less people and find more motivated sellers. That's what higher rates mean. And I'm excited. If you're a fix and flipper, be careful. Remember what happened last year. We started slowing down here. And if you were, if you were trying to list in October, November, and December, it was slow. Even for beautiful properties, it was slow. So be careful. We could be repeating that time frame again. It definitely feels like it. And, and I've got to agree with you. I've always felt like September, October, November, and even into December, the last that last trimester of the year has always been a great time where you start to see the, the, the dreamers, the, well, the curious sellers, they all kind of go away. Yep. And you really see the people that really need to, want to. And there's a psychological thing for sellers, I believe, just doing this business for three decades. People want to get stuff done before the end of the year for tax Agreed. reasons, for they want to they they want to kind of shift gears and move forward into that new season, that new year, if you will. So I agree, Michael. I think this is going to be a great time. And I would just encourage everybody. Gary V put out a video 
And I really love the video. It was a reel on social media, Gary Vaynerchuk. And he talked about, you know, he loves August. He loves this time of year because everybody's asleep at the wheel. Mm -hmm. Even if they're at work and showing up, they're actually, they're dreaming about the pool. They're leaving early at lunch. They're leaving early. You know, whatever the case may be, a lot of people cut corners in August and or take extended holidays or go on vacation, even though physically they may come back. They may mentally, emotionally not come back until September, October. So this is a great time to work. Any closing thoughts, Michael? No, I think you nailed it. This is, this is, tomorrow's an important day. It's going to be interesting. Well, I would encourage everybody, you stayed to the very end. If you're still listening, you're still watching, I would encourage you, watch the daily financial news. You should be watching it every day anyway, because that's where Michael takes 10, 15, 20 minutes, and really breaks this all down day by day, what's going on. But tomorrow, especially for August the 4th, 2023, you should definitely tune in because it's going to be a big day. I'm excited and and curious and even like a little, you know, <laughs> a little, the, the, little the fear, <laughs> yeah. pain and pleasure, right? Pain and pleasure. <laughs> I know there's a lot of opportunity, but I also know that it's not gentle. This is a weird time right now. Um, Michael, talk about um, in terms of, I know that you've got the big event coming, the the webinar that's going to happen August the 13th. It's sold out. Sorry, mm -hmm. folks. Um, but we talked about doing something else. What are your thoughts on doing something else behind this? Yeah, so it's, it's you know, thanks to your inspiration, we are going to do a second event. Uh, I haven't scheduled a date yet, but I want to hear from the audience watching this. Do you want to have it on Saturday morning, 8 to 10, or a weekday? eight to 10. We're already doing one on Sunday. So I want to try to see if we can catch more folks. Would you rather have a Saturday or a weekday? I will schedule it after this one completes because I want to give this a run through and see how it does to see if I need to change it. But we will do another one. It will be in August. It will likely occur within a week or so after the 13th. But yes, we will do another one. I love it. So folks, vote, comment, obviously like the video, subscribe. By the way, you're just at about a thousand, you're at 49,000 plus or minus. Yep. And so folks, if you get value from this and you're not subscribed on YouTube, please go to YouTube. If you're watching this on Facebook, wherever you're watching this, go to Michael's YouTube at one rental at a time and subscribe. Tease a little bit about what you're going to do with 50,000 when you hit 50,000 subscribers. Well, I'm going to spend some money. So this has been three years in the making. Uh, I've allocated 10 grand to start a party in Vegas to celebrate the achievement of 50,000. Uh, so yeah, we will host a party. Probably a two-day event is my vision in Vegas. And uh, I will start planning it the day we hit 50,000. Folks, you heard it. He's going to do a blowout event, a two-day event. It's going to be definitely an event you're going to want to go to. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Let's get the subscription. Let's get him to 50,000. Michael, thank you for all that you do. Have a great weekend. Take care. Thanks again.